it is a time to do reviews. Mm-hmm. It is a time to do reviews. Um, and as we say, if you are in a couple, that's something that should be done um, as a couple where you, you sit down and, you know, the good thing about doing quarterly reviews and not just yearly reviews is the fact that it doesn't have to be an intense conversation mm. <laughs> because they're quite consistent. So, you know, you can open up a bottle of red wine or, or you know, have a meal with your husband or wife. Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you? Hey Peter, I'm good man. I'm good. Getting ready for Q4 of 2023. Um, I've had a pretty good quarter. I mean, not very, very sunny here in the UK, but you know, uh, the show must go on. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And there's always a time to reflect and think about what we're doing moving forward. And as you said, we are about to head into Q4 of the fine, uh, the calendar year, um, the final hurdle, the final lap, the last three months of the calendar year, man. And, you know, we take our minds back many episodes um, towards the end of last year in terms of preparing for two, our finances for 2023. You know, it's a good opportunity to really look back and see where we are on that plan. Um, but most importantly, also look at how things have changed, right? Because so much has happened this year. Oh gosh, yes, so much has happened. Uh, but actually, this year feels like it's gone really, really fast. I don't, I don't know about you, Peter, but I can't believe we are three months away from the end of 2023. Uh, yeah, been a very, very interesting period. Crazy, crazy, crazy. 2024 is upon us, man. Uh, but no, a massive shout out to you and to our listeners. Wherever you are in the world, man, we appreciate you, man. We really do. We really do. Keep supporting us. Keep doing what you are doing. And hopefully you are all ready for another episode. And today, actually, we we have just, me and Jets have just kicked things off. But we are going to be talking about how we can prepare our finances for the financial for the final quarter of the year essentially so Jax I mean as I said lots of things have happened this year um things that have been have trickled from the previous year so you know madness around interest rates um Mm. the cost of living crisis continue to put a strain on people's finances um, energy prices starting to stay stable, still high, higher than it was a few years ago, but yep. starting to stable. Um, and I can imagine, you know, when we think about the end of last year, we had so many plans, but financially, and some things have changed, things have gone up, and maybe it's taken us off our plans a bit in terms of maybe how much we wanted to save, how much we wanted to invest. But we're good to hear from you. Based on the year we've had, and now we're going into that final lap of the year, What? how can one continue to keep preparing for our finances for that final lap and potentially beyond? Yeah, so, I mean, we would have done an episode uh, at the end of last year saying getting ready for or preparing our finances for 2023. And in that episode, we spoke about things such as, you know, having a structure for your finances, having a clear, a well-written budget, financial plan, um, and then we also talked about, you know, how important it is to do reviews at least every six months. Um, and you can do a, a shorter review every quarter. So I think, you know, throughout the year, that is something we should have already been doing. Um, and this is part of it, you know, going into the final quarter uh, is part of doing a quick review to see where we stand, what what we have, we have achieved throughout the year, what challenges we have faced. And also understanding that even the financial plan or the structures we put in place for the year or for the quarter, 
um, though they may have been set, the key thing was to make those things flexible. And I guess that's the whole point of doing a review and being more intentional about how we go forward. We can always set plans, but they have to be flexible. Um, and so, yeah, we can we can jig them around to suit what we want to achieve for the long term. Um, that said, yeah, I mean, it's been a very, very interesting year for me personally. I've had to do some jigging around, you know, some flexible adjustments. But yeah, the great thing as well about having a financial plan is even though you may make some, you know, minor adjustments, the overall plan still remains the same. Love it, love it, absolutely. And as you said, some adjustments. Um, and by that you mean, you know, figures might have changed a tiny bit as well, either for the better or you've had to restrict things a bit. But as you said, the overall goal stays stays the same essentially. Um, okay, so as we are going into the final hurdle, what are some of the things we need to be looking out for as we're going um to approach <laughs> the end of the year? Gosh, I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah well i think peter the, the way I, I look at things is look we are going into the final year uh, not final year the whoa <laughs> final uh, ah, listen <laughs> saying god forbid right now <laughs> <laughs> we are going into the final quarter of the year and the way i see final quarters is is an opportunity to do better i think sometimes there's an opportunity to really look at the plans that you set yourself up for the year and ask yourself, you know, if you were unable to achieve what you wanted to do in the first three uh, quarters, you still have a quarter to make things right, um, if it's still possible, right? And so the way I see is almost like when you were running a race. I know, Peter, you run uh, the 800 meters when we were in secondary school, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so let's say you, you run the first lap and uh, let's say it's a 400 meters race because that's like three quarters. And, you know, you've run the first 300 meters and you've got the 100 meters left. That's the opportunity to really increase the pace mm. um, and really finish strong. Okay, so you might have coasted a bit in the first quarter second quarter third quarter but in a final quarter that is the opportunity to really ramp up the speed and finish strong okay so that's kind of how i see it's about thinking and looking at your your objectives what you want to achieve and then really really asking yourself how aggressive can you be of course without burning out with actually achieving those goals and that's kind of how i use the final quarter, especially the first two months of the final quarter, which um, will be October, November, because guess what? Mm. December is a time for rest. Um, <laughs> even on this, even God uh, rested on the seventh day. So <laughs> ideally, I think December is a time of rest and recalibration, uh, but definitely October, November, I think those are the months where you can go really hard to try and really get those things that you really wanted to do in 2023 done. Yeah, I, I like that. And yeah, I mean, realistically for December, you know, depending on where you are in the world, the, um, the most parts start to get ready for that sort of, I guess, festive period towards the end of the year, New Year's, all of that. So usually on holiday, taking that rest period as well. So you've only really got about a couple of weeks in December. So it's that time to wind down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know, speak, speaking of December, hey. you know, I, I think there's a special period that comes there. It's called Christmas, <laughs> a time of festivities, a uh, time to uh, give, uh, time to spend some money. <laughs> Let, let's talk about that, actually. Yeah. So that's uh, obviously one of the ways we we can actually start preparing. Yeah, well, absolutely. I think 
you know, I'm, I'm a great fan of creating what we call sinking funds. If you don't know what that is, just see it as a pot of money specifically assigned for a, a purpose. So um, you can create different pots. And I, and I like these newer apps, these challenger banks like Monzo mm. and Starling Bank that allow you to do this. And I think even most of the traditional banks allow you to do it as well now, where you can actually create this pot and actually save towards a goal. And look, I don't know about you, Peter, but I think Christmas comes the same day or the same date every single year. Mm. So, so we know it's coming. And so you can start off the year. And I think we mentioned it in our in our um, yearly episode that you can actually set up a sinking fund and put small bits of money into it. And at the end of the first 11 months of the year, you would have a decent pot and you can use that to buy your family members, friends, et cetera, gifts. Um, and I think, you know, as we go into the final quarter, um, you can look to see if you had already set that up, you know, is it now sufficient for you to start looking at presents? And guess what, Peter? You can actually start buying presents already. Mm. Um, and, and and if you haven't, then, you know, you still have two months um, or, or three months because I know people, a lot of people get paid earlier in December as well. Mm. You've got three months to actually uh, put some savings aside specifically for people's uh for people's Christmas presents, I'm not just waiting for that final pay in December, which has to last you for a very long time because January of the next year is a very long month. Ooh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, it's an opportunity to be intentional about, you know, saving towards Christmas presents and actually being mindful of how much you can spend on giving people gifts. I love that, man. It's all about being proactive. So, you know, if you are listening to this episode, Come December, you can't say someone didn't mention that I should have started saving for Christmas earlier. Um, because no, it's absolutely and and the power of sinking funds. Um, it's just great to see when you're putting that money aside in a completely separate um account or um fund, so to speak, and then you're slowly watching um that target build up. So let's say you set up to I don't know three hundred pounds that you want to spend on presents, just watching that each month go up as you put money into that funds amazing um and uh for our listeners we speak a lot about sinking funds on a couple of our episodes one in particular where we invited uh youtube and money coach veronia spain and um, that's episode 127 and 128 um she talks a lot about how she managed to save and clear a significant amount of debt which i think was about sixteen thousand pounds so do check out that episode um but yeah definitely sinking funds um definitely um endorsed on this side <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and, and look as i said you know it's it's still an opportunity um you know as we have approached um the end of the third quarter and starting the final quarter it is a time to do reviews mm. it is a time to do reviews um and as we say if you are in a couple that's something that should be done um, as a couple where you you sit down and you know the good thing about doing quarterly reviews and not just yearly reviews. It's the fact that it doesn't have to be an intense conversation mm. <laughs> because they're quite consistent. So, you know, you can open up a bottle of red wine or, or you know, have a meal with your husband or wife um, and have, a, and have you know, a, a, a chat about, you know, what the plans are for the next quarter. And even start thinking about 2024 mm. because that's going to come around very, very, very quickly. You know, whether you want to go on holidays, uh, next year, you know, we've, me and my wife, we've already started thinking about what we want to do in 2024. Um, and you can start making provisions 
for those things as soon as uh, the final quarter of 2023. So very, very important to do. It's an important opportunity to uh, look at your investment portfolios, um, see how they've performed over the last quarter, um, ask yourself if you want to rebalance anything. As I said, I think rebalancing probably should take place every six months rather than every quarter. You can do every quarter, but generally I think every six months is probably better for most people. Um, you don't want to tinker too much of your portfolio. And, mm. and the reason why I say that is because a lot of people in the name of rebalancing could end up just making irrational decisions mm. based on what's happened over the markets in the past couple of months. So I think it's, it's, it's important to not over rebalance or over tinker with your portfolio. Um, and then, yeah, and then just look at everything else. Is your budget in place? You know, have you, has anything changed drastically in the last few months? Has someone changed jobs? Um, has there been a newborn? These kind of things, all these drastic things, if this happened, then this is an opportunity to factor them into your uh, financial plan, et cetera. But a person who um, set some goals um, when it comes to their personal finance, so let's say they wanted to um, save and or invest um, up to by this point they wanted to have about i don't know five thousand pounds in their investment account um in terms of invested in their own money put into the investment account and for whatever reason there's they've only been able to achieve up to two thousand pounds why your thoughts on that what do you have to say to that person yeah that's that's interesting well i guess you know everyone's situation can be quite nuanced i think it's important to really understand why that was the case Mm. um you know it, is it the case because you were being too ambitious um or is it the case that you were not being too ambitious your your plan actually was good and it made sense but you uh, demonstrated maybe a level of irresponsibility um in actually prioritizing this goal um there's that as well and then you so you've got to really look at why why mm. why was you unable to um, achieve this goal um, and then you can make an assessment yourself, an honest assessment. Mm. Um, and then the second thing is, depending on what the assessment is, in my opinion, that's also an opportunity to make things right. Mm. <laughs> right. So, you know, if you set a goal to to save uh, and invest uh, £5,000 and you didn't even manage to do half of that, then... Um, you have an opportunity to at least get to let's say three thousand pounds, right? Mm, mm. If it's not possible to get to five thousand, mm. so it's always an opportunity to uh, you know make up for uh, where you've gone wrong. But again, you have to understand and, and assess why in the first place. Hmm. For me, uh, you know, every year I like to set myself. Yes, I set myself financial goals, savings targets, etc. But I also as you would know, Peter, I always set myself one random financial milestone goal. Mm. And I do that because it just helps me be accountable um, with what I'm doing for money, but also it's something I like to celebrate. I like to celebrate money wins. And last year, I believe <laughs> we said on the podcast, uh, or, the, or the year before that, my goal was to, you know, uh, create this portfolio it is kind of dividend multi-asset you know income portfolio on trading two one two where i can get to a place where it generates a hundred pounds per month in mm -hmm. dividends and that was a bit of a stretch at the time 
right? Um, and I was, you know, come the, maybe just before the final quarter, I was just, just a bit shy. And so I had to increase the momentum, right? Mm. I had to be a bit more strict with my savings and I had to maybe let go of some of the leisure, you know, and more luxury stuff that I didn't absolutely need, right? And it wasn't really part of my plan because I still budget for luxury, but it wasn't really part of my plan. It was more extra. And then redirect that 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 capital into the portfolio in order to achieve what I had set out to do. So that's 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 my example of you know where I've been able to readjust things just so I meet my um my 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 yearly goal. And I've got another one this year, which I think I've told you personally, and I'm not sure if you want me to share it with the water finance team, uh the water finance okay. uh you know community which is by the end of this year, I want to have paid off my student loan. Uh, yes. Yeah. So it would have been 10 years, exactly 10 years this year uh, since I graduated from university uh, for both my bachelor's and my master's degree. And so I came into this year with that goal, Pia, that I would want to, you know, in a very kind of OCD type of way, you know, a very clean way, say after a decade, literally 10 years, I've managed to pay off my student loan. I don't have to. Mm. And actually it's one of those things that is probably not the most mathematically intelligent financial thing to do mm. because of the opportunity cost, right? However, because I want to tick that box and because I had set it as a specific goal for 2023, I have to achieve that before the end of the year. And I'm willing to make sacrifices for that. And I think that's what people can do. Love that, love that, love that. Um, I join in celebration, well, uh, in advance celebration, and that sigh of relief to get rid of that hideous debt. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it, you know what? Also worth noting that um, I know it's something that might not be, you know, make mathematical sense, but worth noting in your circumstances, you've got much less to pay. You've got less to pay down. It's not like as when you first took out absolutely, the debt, absolutely the debt, and that's why I could make that a goal. Yeah, right. If I still had twenty thousand pounds to pay, mm. there's absolutely no way yeah. that I would make that priority, you know. But I've only got a few thousand pounds left, um, and I think you know that's something that I can afford to um, pay off without it eating into my general standard of living and, and personal finances. Um, but the reason why I'm doing it is it still does require a bit of a stretch. So, you know, it is a bit of a pinch still. <laughs> it still hurts a tiny bit to allocate funds to the student loan, but it's something that I can do that would also give me the, almost like the the uh, emotional win that I've managed to pay off one form of debt. Very mm. similar to what, you know, uh, Dave Ramsey preaches about the snowball method, mm. where you list all your debts from big, uh, smallest to biggest and you start attacking them. It's the same thing, but of course, student loan here in the UK is not really a loan. It's a form of a tax. But also, Peter, I think what's good about it is by doing that, it, it will help me psychologically because my mortgage has also gone up by quite a bit. Mm. So I'll be able to pay off the uh, student loan and the, the amount that used to come off every single month through my, uh, my, my pay system, that actually will be part of how much my mortgage has gone up. So naturally... You know, I won't feel the pinch as much as someone who, you know, 
um, had, had just experienced a, a 400 pounds increase in their, in their, in their mortgage. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm fully hearing that as well. And hopefully our listeners are um, tuning in and getting a lot out of that as well. I'm gonna give a shout out to a specific group of listeners um, as we normally do. Um, and today, Jax, we're going to give a shout out to our new listeners in a city called Tetuan, which is a city in Morocco. Oh, nice. You know, just the other day, I was um, speaking to my wife about our bucket list of countries to visit. And Morocco was one of those uh, countries. Um, now, I've not heard of the city before, uh, but regardless, welcome to the Book Finance Podcast. You are here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. On the podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want to know more about what we do, because Walk Finance is more than just a podcast, we serve here in the community, head over to www.walkfinance.co.uk. That's www.walkfinance.co.uk. And if you want to engage with us on social media, we are predominantly on Instagram, head over to at Walk Finance Team. Again, that's at Walk Finance Team. But I hope you are enjoying the episode and gaining tons of value. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, yeah, shout out to our listeners over there in Morocco. And of course, our prayers and hearts continue to be with those affected by the recent earthquake as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, massive shout out to our listeners all over. Uh, Jax, anything else on your side in terms of preparing for the final quarter of 2023? Yeah, I mean, I've said, I've said, I think I've said a lot. Um, but I think that the bottom line is everyone's situation is different. Everyone sees things differently. For me, I see the final quarter similar to the final lap. Um, and I think the first two months of the final quarter is, I call it goal time. I think it's time where you do need to run faster, work a bit harder. Um, and then in the final month, you can really rest. Um, I think it's an opportunity to make things right. <laughs> so if you haven't achieved things you set out to achieve uh, throughout the year, this is an opportunity to make things right before the end of the year. Of course, you know, time, you know, just because it's January the 1st next year doesn't mean you've lost anything in the previous year, right? Um, however, it is an opportunity to just use it as something uh, to give you momentum and guidance. So, yeah, I think it's an opportunity to definitely, definitely make things right. And I think it's an opportunity to do some financial reviews, uh, review your finances, review your uh, spending plans um, and think about what you can do for um, the next quarter that will put your finances in a better situation and set yourself up for 2024. There you have it, man. Some guidance and tips on how you can prepare for the final quarter. Um, Hopefully you found it useful. Um, If you are also um, as a couple as well, and one half of the couples listen to this and you realize you actually haven't had a discussion since you last planned from back in 2022, maybe it's a great time to reconvene those um, discussions as well. So um, yeah, hopefully that was really useful for our listeners, man. Jacks really appreciate that as always, man. You know how it is. Always stay woke.